I'm Alexandria Smart, and as a student here at Country Day, I often forget about our school supply section at the Buck Shop. The Buck Shop carries essential school supplies, everything from pencils to surface chargers to surface pens, right at your fingertip. Say you need earbuds for class, but you forgot yours at home? Don't worry, we have those too. No matter what you need, from pen and paper to all the surface components you want, the Buck Shop carries those essential supplies for when you need them. I even found my calculator for class. Welcome to Let's Talk Art. We're your hosts, seniors Mary Morgan Harker and Naya Clark. On this show, a conversation with new sculpture teacher, Mrs. Matias, on her background as an artist and her perspective as she brings her international experience into her classroom. Okay, hello everyone. We are here with Ms. Matias. Hello, it's great to meet everyone. What sparked your passion for art? Both of my parents and grandparents were artists. And the nice thing about that is I grew up in a very artsy home. So we had a potter's wheel in our garage that and it wasn't a kick wheel, so the kind you actually had to kick. And we would make messes and it was just so much fun growing up in that free environment. Was art their career? Yes, when I went to college, I knew I was going to go into fine arts, and I got a degree in sculpture um, and not art education. When you were younger, what was like that moment that made you really want to study art like your parents, or did you just like already know? I think it was a combination of having my parents and my grandparents as an influence. Also my siblings, they're all artists and everyone has their own abilities. And really just finding that outlet of where I could just go and be myself and express myself. So where did you study art? I first went to the Indiana University, studied there, then I did a national student exchange at the University of Georgia, and then did an international student exchange at the University of Unicampi in Brazil. I was there for three semesters, then I went back to Indiana University to graduate, and then I started my master's program at ECU and Penbrook online. So do you feel like you really developed your style while you were abroad in art? I think I enhanced my style while I was abroad because of the cultural influences. So I was able to glean from their culture and infuse it with ours, which was wonderful to have those experiences. What, like, in Brazil, what did you do day to day? Did you take specific classes in relation to their culture? So I didn't take any cultural classes. I took mostly Portuguese to learn how to speak Portuguese because I went there without knowing how to speak Portuguese and art classes. And the nice thing about art classes, it was all taught in Portuguese. And the majority of the professors only knew like a little bit of English. Mm -hmm. But the nice thing about art is really you're creating, they give you a medium and then you Mm -hmm. experiment and go from there and glean from that. And my typical day there is I would go to class and then um, I would have my Portuguese class first and then I would go to painting. And then for lunch, I would skip lunch and I would take dance classes. Oh my God. Because so <laughs> they had free dance classes during lunch. And I was like, okay, let's Land forget well. dance. Let's yeah. just go. I went and danced all during lunch. It was wonderful. And it was a dance called Foha, kind of like their country version. 
but it wouldn't be line dancing, but it would be like a organized dance. It was very beautiful. <laughs> Were you influenced by any things you saw abroad? Mm-hmm. I think the culture, seeing the Brazilians and their ability to enjoy the situations regardless of their socioeconomic status they were just so happy just to be alive and to enjoy their beautiful surroundings and it wasn't about what you had it was about your friends and your family and your relationships and being able to just be in the moment yeah so I really learned a lot of just really enjoying the moments that you have while you're present and alive did you take any like art styles or education stuff from Brazil and into country day do you still like remember certain things that you tell your students that you learned that's a good question I think because you know you glean a little bit every single professor you have and in teacher you glean a little bit from them and then you kind of infuse that into your own teaching so I definitely did I uh, had a professor and he was a realist and he did oil paintings and they were just spectacular and gorgeous and it was nice to just he was like just it's the process it's the process because with oil painting you just layer after layer after layer Mm -hmm. so I like to bring that into the studio that you are working on the process it's not the product it's how you get there and you enjoy that time of getting there it's not like oh I have a finished piece it's I get to enjoy all these steps to be able to do this Can you describe the hardships of studying art in college here in the U.S. or in Brazil? I think the hardships was I still had to have a job while I was in college. So um, balancing balancing my time and really time management. And that was really helpful to have to have that ability to be able to... um, organize my schedule to still be able to work in the studio because even when I was in high school all my AP classes they require you to work outside of the class so you have to have outside studio hours to be able to have a good um, portfolio so just like in college you are working yes you have your class time but that's like a third (laughs) that's a third of your time spent for that project so really time management Time management, I think, would be something that was something that I got to learn and organize while I was in college. Yeah. And how were you able to turn this passion that you had into a career? So first I had my, after graduating, I had my own fine arts. Uh, Basically, I was a freelance artist. I did mostly jewelry and murals and paintings. And then when I moved down to North Carolina, I no longer had my studio up north. So that's when I went into art education. So that's how I kind of turned it into, um, that's how I kind of changed my career path. What is some advice you would give to country day students that want to study art in college? Time management. Okay. Definitely time management and enjoy yourself. Really, college, you really get to enjoy yourself. It is such a wonderful opportunity and a time. I really, I spent so much time in my undergraduate. That's why I was like, let's just keep going because it's so wonderful. Like getting to college and, and breathing and enjoying it and not just being, 
not just focusing on academics, but so, focusing also on your social emotional health, mm-hmm. like taking those dance classes, taking those art classes if you're all in academia to help have a well-rounded body, mind, soul, and spirit. What do you hope to bring to Country Day as you're going through your first years? So I think within this first year, one was to organize this room, so better organization within the, the Scholarship Studio, but really for the students to bring about a love and a passion for art and to just show them an appreciation that sculpture doesn't just have to be ceramics. There's so much more to it. And just to be a light, to be a light in an area and a, a refuge for people that need a break during the day. Yeah. And continue on this, mm-hmm. what are some projects that you guys are doing in class? So we just finished up Natsuki's, which are yes. little tiny Japanese figurines, and then my Sculpture 2 students, so that was Sculpture 1, and now Sculpture 1 just started their face jugs, which are indicative to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Sculpture 2, they are working on their no-tan designs, which are basically ceramic vessels that have... Um, Japanese 50% design and 50% white, so it's like a ratio of 50-50. So they're working on that. And then my sculpture three through five is everywhere. They're doing open-ended projects, so they get to choose what they want to do. So there's everything from casting metal, creating a stuffed creature with sewing, to making a lamp out of ceramics, to creating a house out of ceramics. So it's quite wide. And then we have glass fusing. So we have people fusing glass. We have people doing stained glass windows. So it's quite open-ended, which is great. Every day it's different in here. Yeah, I know that's nice for the students, definitely. Yeah. And what's the thought process behind choosing which projects you're going to do in your class? So at least for my ones and twos, I try to have a cultural aspect with each project so they're learning from a different culture. And then skills. What skills are they gonna be learning? So how are we going to equip them with the skills so when they do get to three and four, they have that ability to have open-ended projects and know how to utilize the different tools and equipment in here. Yeah. What is one of your personal favorite projects that one of your kids are doing right now? I really enjoy casting. Yeah. I like carving wax because, you know, with my silversmith background, I would make beautiful rings and I would just love working with the wax. And then once you have that wax, cast it in metal and melting metal is just so satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. And then pouring that and then having this beautiful piece that you get to wear. It's your little mini sculpture. Yeah. Where do you see the Country Day Art Program in five years' time, for example? So in five years' time, I'm hoping... So we just had an open studio, and I really value any time we can have parents and students, and the students got to teach the parents how to throw on the wheel and how to hand-build, and just having that sense of community. So I definitely see this program opening up its doors where we're going to have more parent and um, community involvement. Yeah. I know parents love to see everything that we're doing, you yes. know, because I feel like a lot of them don't get that a lot coming into high school as much, right. so I and bet they really appreciate that. it's a great sharing time. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for You're coming welcome. on our podcast. <laughs> it's my pleasure. <laughs> Stay tuned to hear from Charlotte Country Day students about their experiences in the art program here at the upper school. 
listening to Let's Talk Art with your hosts Mary Morgan Harker and Naya Clark, a production of the podcast journalism class with Kick at Charlotte Country Day. I'm here with Junior Kate Alcorn. Hello. She is a part of Miss Matias's sculpture class. So, Kate, have you had a favorite project that you've done this year? Yes, I really liked the Netsuki unit which was our first project, and we made little animal figurines, like three inches wide, so they were really tiny, and I did a bunny, it was really cute. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I'm here with freshman L.W. O'Neill. Last semester we made a Netsuki, which is like a little animal. I guess I liked making it because I got to make a clownfish. I'm here with Tiana Miller. She is a junior in Miss Matias' class. I'd probably say the wooden rings because I made mine for my friend for her birthday and I just I thought it was really fun. I'm here with junior Trey Macklin. My favorite art project this year was the wooden ring project because I've never got to work with wood before so carving it out was really fun. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Art. Special thanks to Ms. Matias and her art students. This is a production of Charlotte Country Day's podcast journalism class with Kit. If you're interested in art, please consider signing up for some art classes here at school or Mrs. Matias' sculpture class next year to continue adding creative minds to the art program at Country Day.